This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You can find the time to stripper then you can find the time to spend with your actual family prime time with isaac and soup what they on all steroids and no carbs this is prime time not like you your source for the best in local regional and national sports here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What is up? Some underwear Olympics. How are you guys doing? Watching a bunch of burly men in tights. Named Chop. <laughs> Run and jump and... Some guy do- named Chop. Chop. Chop is a great sports name. It is. He was pork chop, but then he's he's not fat anymore, so they just removed the pork. Chop he, is even better, though. But I guess he was like 14, almost 15 pounds when he was born, so that's where... That's, oh my god! That's where pork chop came from. <laughs> hey, really? That's nuts. Yeah, I was reading through some uh, combine profiles of different people today. Fifteen? That's yeah, the number. He was like fourteen and fourteen and a half, fourteen god. and some change. And uh, yeah, so his mom called him pork chop. And then I guess by the time he was like ten or twelve, he started to lean out and became this athletic freak. And so they just they removed pork from it and just called him chop. I mean, I like that, but 15-pound baby is the part I'm having a hard time with now. It's a big kid. Ouch. Yeah. yeah that's, he should thank his mother, and he, he probably will. So his name is Pork Johnson? <laughs> his real name is, like, Demarius or something. What's but, his last name? Uh, Robinson. Robinson. Pork yeah. Robinson. Yeah, Chop Robinson. He played Or it. wait, Chop Robinson. Yeah, not, chop. not Pork. No, no, from here on out, he'll be Pork Robinson in <laughs> Isaac's mind. <laughs> Actually, he's going to be Pork Johnson. Job Robinson. Pork so. Johnson. <laughs> he's a, he was the Penn State guy. Uh, he's a, he's a rush end. And so he's been kind of the at the combine. There's always a couple guys that everyone is like, what the hell? And he was the what the hell? Because he's he's my he's six, three two, like 56. He's the same size as I am in much better shape. And the dude ran four, four. So like that four, 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 six, four, four, eight. And I think he's depending. a hand in the dirt guy Hand in the dirt guy. 
Oh my god! So like you just you shouldn't be that big and that fast. Like that's not I normal. That I can't. That no. What? It's, it's just is that real? It is real. Is any of this real? <laughs> the the freaks that are popping up on NFL fields, like you know, from well, all the, over sports. Yeah, it's it's look at Wimbanyama. Yeah, they're different. Uh, like there's always this debate of who's the best athlete and. You know, the NBA guys, if you want to just say athlete, there's nothing like those guys. Well, they're Be- freaks. They're just freaks. And and just the, the, the size and, and the, the, the the spatial awareness. But I don't for my money, if if you want to just say freak, like the the dudes in the NFL, they're just I don't know. Like, yeah, I know the NBA, like the, the height thing, but the fact that you have someone at 255 plus pounds that can run four four. And is probably going to do 225 on the bench 30 times. Like that, the combination of size, strength, speed, and explosiveness. And by the way, they say he's, I haven't seen the vert, but the profile I read on him said that he wanted to run in the 4-4s. He did. He wanted to hit, I think it was 11 foot in the broad jump, and he's looking for a 38 to 40 inch vert. Like that, Mm. that, the fact that the human beings are capable of that, that's, alarming to me well it's cool to see the athlete evolve you know yeah every year there's somebody that's like wait what well i mean they're getting bigger stronger faster yeah. and but there's know, better training modalities and there's better drugs you drugs know? well and some of it's legal some of it you know well, you see jk dobbins today again running on a treadmill five months after an achilles tear no i didn't but uh wemby you know it's like i i tend to agree with you about football guys yeah but at the same time it's hard to compare to basketball guys because Basketball guys physically are just like yeah. It's what is even what is yeah, even that six eleven? You know he's and, like Slenderman. Yeah, but then you add in skills. Like yeah. it, it. Have you watched Wimby at all? It's, You've seen it's his highlights. Yes, dude. It's it is unbelievable what that guy can do yeah. outside of being seven foot eight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he he's got a handle. He can. He's kind of fast. A he hit a bit? step back crossover turnaround three the other night and like turned away like he was Steph yeah. Curry and he knocked blocked, it down. Do you see him block? Um, like the dad, go bear. The, the dad in the in the uh, oh, go bear. He no. blocks go bear. By the way, go bear's like seven feet. Yeah, and he and Wimby he blocks makes him. Look him. Small. He he blocks go bear's shot. Picks up the ball. Goes coast to coast with handles. Yeah. Goes around the back and dunks it. Yeah. He. The evolution, like you wonder where it all ends. Let's see Pork Johnson do that. <laughs> Pork Johnson. <laughs> or Robinson, you know. You, we've now given him a new first and last name. Pork Johnson, well, defensive Pork- end, Tuscaloosa. He can't do that. No, he can't. The, um, it's, it's funny because, like, oh, no. Oh, no. we used to see that the, the seven foot guy used to just be awkward, gangly. And and st- like the Mark Eatons of the world, or yeah. minute bowls. But yeah, if you were tall, you were limited. Yeah, now you know everyone that's six eleven and above, just they they handle the ball. And they, well, Chet's got some of that too. Like, yep. if you've watched any of Oklahoma City play, like it, it is no longer like these weird, awkward six eleven, seven foot guys. These guys have handles, but they, and they have I lateral mean, quickness. Their bodies still look awkward just by de- in sheer dimensions, but then their game yeah. isn't, and yeah. so it's weird right. because yeah. you almost expect herky jerky or uncoordinated well, looking at their frames, and it's just not it, that way. And it might just be where you grew up, because I and I don't know. I, you'd have to ask NBA guys because I grew up around, I grew up around football guys, and so look, I'm not saying that like when I I see a chop Robinson, I'm not like. Oh my God! But I, 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 I saw physical freaks. Like we, I, I've played against those guys. I've seen those guys, 
And so when I see him, there's an appreciation. But when I stand on an NBA floor, like if I'm walking around and I... Bit of a humble brag there. (laughs) Not many people get to stand on an NBA floor, Jace. We are members technically of the media. I'm pretty sure you have too. I'm not even a member of the media anymore. They kick me out. You're done. They don't want me. But you you have this like so when you when you go down and you like you're let's say you're walking around during like like warmups and and I'm down on on near an NBA floor how about that near mm. the NBA mm. guys to me I have more of a sense of awe around them than I do the football guys and 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 I but I've taken people down to sidelines of of NFL or college ball games and they're all like oh my god like th- something this big shouldn't be that fast, and so I wonder if it's just what you're you're used to. Because the NBA guys, I I just even like like watching Jeremy Grant warm up, you just see the the levers on that guy and the length and how quickly they cover ground. Like everything, same thing. Watch Wemby or Chet; they take like four steps. Giannis is another one. Giannis can hit mid court, take three steps and elevate, and and he's at the rim, and you're like. So that's the ones that that wow me, but it might, like I said, it just might just be what you're used to seeing. The other thing for me that's kind of jarring is that when you when you watch basketball on TV, you watch these guards and you think, okay, they're they're smaller, and yeah. it's when you stand next to guards. Like, I mean, Steph Curry is a legit six three. Like, yeah. I, I look up to him, but he looks small on a team. Like a guy like Luka Doncic is a is a house, yeah. and and I know people you know joke that he's fat or whatever, but you watch him on TV, it doesn't seem like a big guy. You see him in person, you go, holy cow, that guy's enormous. Yeah, Steve Nash was that guy for me. Like, I always think of Steve Nash as this little tiny white guy. Same thing. I remember Steve Nash walking by, and he's my height. And I people are like, oh, you're a big guy. I'm like, yeah, Steve Nash is my height. And Steve like said he's a legit six three. And a lot of those guys. To think that I'm a uh, I'm an undersized point guard in the NBA. Always, it's just it's it's different. Without the handles. Without the handles. Or the jump shot. The speed. The quickness. The athletic ability. Or the defense. And he, well, Steve Nash didn't play defense. Or the either. hair. Or the hair. Yeah. It's just, it's... Is it safe to say that NBA players are freaks and NFL players are specimens? I like that. I like that Let's better. Let's do that. Yes. Ooh, yes. that's a good distinction. Yeah. Because I I think, and this this is going to sound like a slide to NBA guys, and it's, it's not. I think NBA guys, well, they're all... I think they're more just born, and some of the NFL guys are, are yeah. created. You can create a specimen. Yes. Like, like obviously, Chop Robinson. You is, can't create Wimby. He's he's born that way. Yes, like Chop is like you said. He's six three, and he was a big guy. There are a million people that are six three two fifty, but through obviously, obviously, he had some sort of 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 building block there. But they molded that guy, and 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 you make that guy an athlete, and and all that training. But you see those kids that come out, you know, that that are four or five star basketball recruits. They're six two when they're in the sixth grade, and you just you look at them, and you're like, "That's different. That's born." So I, I like that. Yeah, they, they, they're freaks versus uh, specimens. Yeah, and then, but we have to we have to subtract points for NBA guy because they're cookie dough soft between the ears. <laughs> it is true. I well, mean, and, NFL and so, guys are just so much tougher. Yeah. Well, and, that, and the, hockey guys, and that's the sport. That and then they, baseball guys are weird. Yeah. I, but I think again, I think that's all the culture of of growing up. Um, I think basketball players obviously are coddled. The AAU stuff, uh, hockey guys. Dude, there's just so many small town kids, and it's just that's the most blue collar sport. And by the way, when you grow up doing it, you have to you have to punch people, and you're gonna get punched. Hey, I was reading about a guy. I was reading about hockey. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you at the Winterhawks game last night too? No. Did they win? No. Nah, it was a hell of a <sighs> tilt. 
They lost. Yeah, four three to Moose Jaw. But I'll tell you what, Moose Jaw had some dudes. That's a great name, Moose Jaw. Yeah, the Moose Jaw Warriors. Now is that ah? A... They lo- ah! I damn think... it! That it was, was me after the game. It was playoff hockey. That thing was intense. Yeah. So wait, is that a playoff game? No, no. But they're 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 the number two and number well, I guess the number two and number two seed. One in the U.S., one in the uh, uh, the Canadian uh, league. So those could be those are two of the very best teams, NHL players all across the board, and it had that, and it's getting close to the playoffs. It had that nasty playoff intense feel. It was great hockey. What was I saying to you? You were watching hockey or reading hockey? Yeah, I was reading about a guy. He may play in New York. I don't know where he plays. Maybe New York. He's a big six eight kid. And he's played five games, and he's gotten in five fights. Yeah, they 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 say he's trying to bring back fighting because fighting has kind of gone away yeah. from modern hockey. This guy's great. Yeah, he he's just, my he, new favorite player. He goes out there and he dukes it and out. And he's enormous. I feel like we see one of these every two or three years. Who's going to do this thing in their first however many handful of games they get in a five minute every time? And I don't know that it, it really sticks because I think we've seen this before, and it it seems like they're one offs. Does, yeah. does that seem right to you, too? Right. Yeah, it's like Matt Rempe or whatever is this dude. Yep. And, yep. In today's, it, it used to be that on every hockey club you had an enforcer, you had someone that Ty was Domi. Yeah, and 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 you had one, and then it kind of morphed into you still have to be able to skate. So you had tough guys that were third line, fourth line guys that were grinders, but still could contribute. And honestly, now, dude, if you can't skate in this league, it's Thanks for coming. They it's won't just, waste a roster spot no. on a guy that can't cut it from a skill standpoint. No, and so it's just the and some people like the Don Cherries of the world think that hockey's gone soft and that it's you know it doesn't have the edge that it used Is to have. Is he still alive? I think Don Cherry's still kicking. I thought he died. Did Don Cherry die? No, I got to look this up. No, he's alive. Yeah, I was gonna say I wow. think he's still kicking. He's did he ter- get canceled though? I can't stand him. Well, he's like ninety plus. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's he's old as dirt, and I'm not a Don Cherry guy. He's He's that guy that's like, hockey peaked in 1952 and it's never been the same. And if <laughs> if you don't have tinfoil on your knuckles, then you're a candy ass. He just, he's a blowhard. But what does that mean? Tinfoil on your knuckles? Oh, it was, uh, have you ever seen the movie Slapshot? Yes, but yeah, remind a, my, remind yeah, Paul me. Newman, it's a, refresh my memory. It's about minor league hockey and they had the Hanson brothers, the dude with the glasses, and yeah. they would tape tinfoil on their knuckles because they were only there to fight. So it would lace okay. people open. Mm-hmm. So, all right. All right. Well, and rest I, in peace, Don Cherry. Uh, I'm reading that he's a uh, climate change denier. Oh, dude, he's <laughs> and a uh, and yeah, he was a big he, Trump supporter in 2020. I thought he got canceled. Like there was some, he said something. He says on all the air. Kinds he was of removed things. from Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he complained that Canadian immigrants benefit from the sacrifices <laughs> of veterans and do not wear uh, the remembrance poppies. He was uh, upset about uh, that. Yeah. yeah. He's just started like, sentence. You people that come here and went on. <laughs> yeah. I met him at a uh, at a charity event once. It was, I just never mind. I just yeah, he was a, he was a lot. Who How cares? about that? I thought he was dead. He was a lot. Well, um, he, all right, he's going to be soon. Uh, we've got a poll question. I think I got to get that up there, and then we got the Beavs and the Cougs releasing their football schedules. And according to Beav fan, minimum eleven and one. I don't think so. Oh, oh you I don't think so. You haven't listened to I've already, I've already gone through it. <laughs> win, 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 win. In win. case you didn't know, the Beavers now will, cannot be beaten by anyone. They are that good. All right. Well, uh, let's get started. 313 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, the Beavers and the Coons schedules are out for football. We'll get to those in a moment, but first our poll question on X at 1080 The Fan, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Yesterday's question was, which Western Conference team will be the most dangerous in the playoffs? Suns won that at 43%. Warriors, 27%. Mavs, 22%. Lakers, only 8%. They came back from, what, 21 down last night in the fourth? Uh, Yeah, they did. Yeah. (laughs) 19 from LeBron. It's the largest fourth-quarter comeback of LeBron's career. Yeah. I wouldn't count him out, man. No, I mean, I, I you can He's make nasty. no. I just think once you get into the the playoffs, that you know the grind will eventually wear him down. But what he is doing at his age, you want to talk about freaks versus specimens? LeBron is yeah. a combination of both. Yeah, he's the goat. He, he might be the best athlete I've ever seen in my entire life. Because honestly, I don't think there's anything that he couldn't do. And if, no matter what sport he picked, I think he literally could be a professional and be a great at at anything. His game has tapered off uh, a little bit, like not just as far as consistency and being able to put up monster numbers and the minutes played, but it still feels like any given game, he can flip a switch and turn it on and be the best guy out there. We've seen lots of guys at his age go out and kind of roll the ball out there. And, you know, the end of Shaq and Patrick Ewing and Jordan, remember fat Jordan and and, and the wizards. And we had puffy magic Johnson, the fact Shaq on the Celtics couldn't get up and down the floor. The fact that he still looks the way he does. Like, you know, you can, you know, you can debate all you want what he's putting in his body. Make no mistake about it. The guy treats his body like a temple. And the fact that he's at his age and is in the shape that he is and hasn't kind of morphed into that you know, kind of aging superstar body that we all see. I mean, for God's sakes, Luca has it and he's in his 20s. Like, it's 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 amazing. I've never seen anything like it in sports, with the exception of maybe Barry Bonds. And well, we, we know what that was about. Now if they could just fix his hair. 
yeah, it's the one thing that a billion dollars and all of that guy's talent can't quite get right <laughs> is the hair. Today's poll question, which, leg- uh, which legendary Northwest coach would look the strangest coaching his rival? Oh, okay. Mike Riley at Oregon. <clears throat> Boy, I would... Hello. <laughs> the, the sizzle of Mike Riley with the flash of Oregon. Wow. Chip Kelly at UW. Eh, that doesn't that doesn't bother me. Don James at Oregon. Or Jack Ramsey with the Sonics. <laughs> I just, I, wow. I just can't. Mike Riley at Oregon. I just can't. Is that I, a I, runaway winner? I don't. I just can't. I feel like Jack Ramsey's going to be close. Yeah, I just I don't know why. Like I can picture any of those other guys on the side. I cannot picture Mike Riley. Like you imagine Mike Riley doing all those photo shoots that they do, like when the phone room and like the Nike stuff. I just, I just can't. I can't see it. I don't know why. That's I that's think we're playing the varsity. It just that one takes the cake for me. Uh, so vote vote hard. It is on X at ten eighty the fan. Uh, let's go through. You want the Cougs, the Beavs first. What do you want? Uh, well, we can get through the Cougs and then on to the Beavs. So we, we'll touch on the Cougs and then we can dive into the Beavs because as uh, someone on the Vancouver 4 text line uh, said, uh, yeah, my buddy already uh, said that uh, legitimately college football playoff for the Beavs if we can just get past the Ducks. I, I swear, like, Beaver fans believe that the only game that is a challenge to them, the only one is Oregon. And they even think that's a toss-up. Well, Beaver fan went from our program is over, like, oh my God, this guy's falling to... <laughs> College World Playoff, baby. National Championship. Well, that's kind of the beauty of sports, man. It's yeah. fun to be a sports fan. Is hope springs hope. eternal, right? You have hope. Yeah. That's what you that's what you have. You have hope. Yes. Until it's dashed. Well, and it's that... typically dashed every single season. Yeah. With the exception of one magical one. And yes. who knows when that's coming. Well, I just I, I But nev- maybe it's this year for Oregon State. Who knows? I never understood that. Like like Coog fan and B fan, who I love, and I think you guys have good programs and I think you guys got shortchanged in this. Like good, I good little programs. I, I think what happened to you guys sucks. And I, I hope that somewhere down the road in a couple of years the Big Twelve or someone is able to put their arms around you and you don't deserve what happened to you. But this the Coog and Beavers acting like access to the playoffs and like getting shortchanged is like Oh my God! We we this is just the the worst thing. Except when were you invited? When like what what and what did I miss a memo that Washington State and Oregon State are regulars in the college football championship talk, and that now because of the new system that that now you're getting excluded? Like where did I did I I just I'm am I am I head buried? <laughs> this is like again when Chris Rock was talking about like he was he was boycotting uh, Halle Berry's pants. He's like hey, you know what? Not doing it. I just I I can't like. Wh- in what world? And now you think that with, with all the turmoil that's gone on and the, and the coaching changes, Washington State, by the way, it turns out they made all their coaches take 5 to 10% pay cuts. Like, In what world now do you think that like 11 and 12 wins is handed to you? What, because you're, you're playing Boise State? That you're playing Cal? That these are just like walkover games? It's, it's fascinating me just the, the mentality that that happens now on a on a seemingly week by week basis with Coog and B fans. Well, it's it's uh, you know it's a college sports fan. You know it's like <laughs> mental gymnastics. It's what we do. Okay, yeah, let's let them have their fun. Well, I think about that too. Like when BYU like a BYU fan is like, "Hey, do you think we can win another national title?" No, no, you can't. Hey, just won at Kansas. There's there's zero chance of that, and I mean none. Wait, you're talking football? Football. Oh well, yeah. They're like, they're like, well, we're in the Big Twelve now. Cool. You're still recruiting with no alcohol and no sex. 
Yeah, something tells me that the best players in the country aren't coming there. Like, you just, I, I think sometimes college football fans, there's like, a, it's a disease. It just like creeps into your brain and you have like, a, like you get dementia well, and you forget about what the last 100 years has been. I would say that co- probably college football specifically. Yeah. But maybe just college sports in general. That is the, probably the most out to lunch fan. Right. It's, of all the sports fans. Yes. I mean, the college, it's like, what? Yeah, it's it's bizarre. But, you know, I think it's fine. It's not bizarre. It's it's human nature. It's fun. It's sports. Like, it's like that J.J. Reddick thing, you know. Um, we, never, we never played it last week, but he went on a big rant of like, hey, do fans want to get smarter or what? <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah, I did hear that. And I was looking at that going, and I like J.J. Reddick, but I was like, dude, you are out to lunch. Fans do not want to get smarter. They no. think what they think. Yes. They, they sports is a, it's it's a release, an escape for them. They don't. I mean, what are you talking? Well, about? If anything, fans want to be lobbed yeah, softballs. That's right. Well, they, just it, let them think what they think and let them go through life thinking, you know, see, they're and I, crazy. And I think that that has become society in general. It's why we yes, it's we we live in echo chambers. No one wants to hear an opposing viewpoint. You know, we don't. We, we just want to hear what, like, I mean, cable news is the prime example of it, right? If you turn into a certain cable news network, it's whichever one you tune into, it's because you want to hear one specific thing. You know, and then they always have, like, one person that, like, tries to bring another viewpoint to the table, and then everyone else just yells at them Shame. and calls, them a, calls Shame. them a moron. Shame. Well, I don't, I mean, I, I think there's two different things in the sense that, you know, politics, you probably should, like, I mean, it, it is important. Sports to most people is not, okay? It's not important. It's entertainment. They only want to know it on on their own level, and that's fine. You know, I, I just think it's funny when we get yelled at. It's like, oh, you have to be smarter. No, I, I really don't, <laughs> okay? I'm smarter about other things, maybe, not sports, and don't care. Yeah. I don't care about your little X's and O's conversation, douche. <laughs> Shove it, Reddick. He basically he doesn't want people to debate without having merit for that debate. Right. It's like it's like that whole argument of uh, what was it? Is Charles Bark? Uh, I forget. One of the ex greats said, "Only I can say this because oh, it's Shaq. Shaq is always using this. Shaq it's that dumb it, yeah. argument of well, I played and I was really high level, so therefore I'm the only one that knows anything. Yes. And if you're if you were ever if you're ever lesser than me, which is ninety nine percent of everyone." Yeah. You and can't Charles say, Barkley specifically is always like, yeah. well, you don't have a championship, yeah. so you wouldn't know. You it's can't like, say but, anything. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, Charles Barkley, I, I'm guessing, knows a little, pretty good. Uh, a, f- a thing or two about basketball. Yeah. But it's just like, you don't have to know everything. It's it's fun. Just calm down, Reddick. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, what were we talking Oh, Cougs. We got schedules. Cougs, yes. Beeves. Okay, well, now we got a break. Mm. All right, so when we come back, you will hear... Who the Cougs and the Beavs are playing in football in 2024. Yes, we have the definitive schedule. Yeah. And, and Purdue. and everything. Purdue is on the list. Yes. Uh, it is 328. Here's Buck. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... 
you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. All right, the Beavs and the Cougs have announced their football schedules. They've pieced them together for uh, 2024 here. So we'll start with the Cougs. Tell you who they're playing here. You got it in front of you or you want me to? I got it. It starts August 31st. Yeah, so they are going to host Portland State Mm -hmm. and Texas Tech before visiting Washington. Yeah, it's August 31st, September 7th, and then uh, the Apple Cup will be in Seattle on that neutral Mm. field, Lumen Field, Mm. the old Apple Cup. Then uh, it's another home game against San Jose State, Mm -hmm. road game at Boise State, and then they get a bye. Yeah, so that Boise State one... um, so there's their first five. Yeah, Texas Tech. Um, you know that's that's. I don't know what they do. I, they have what's his nuts back? No, uh, I think I think Shuck's gone. Shuck's gone. I think Shuck's gone. So again, I, I'm not certain. I'm not certain. Well, he's just graduated. <laughs> oh, been around for a long time. Pretty sure Shuck is gone. Uh, so I don't know what Texas Tech has come back, but that is a Power Five opponent, and you know Texas Tech has has been a decent program over the years. Obviously, Washington is a giant uphill battle. And then, you know, I would make the argument that the San Jose Boise States of the world, you know, even, you know, Fresno, I mean, those are teams that are, those are not gimme games. I, I think it's it's very dangerous for the Washington States and Oregon States of the world to start looking through the Boise States and Fresnos and just being like, well, chalk that up to a W. So, Chuck went to Louisville. Oh, he, he, he has another year, huh? Yeah, because he got hurt, right? He did get hurt. He's been hurt a couple times, so he probably, you know how they do. Yeah. So Cam got, McCormick's on like his 12th year. So, so. he got another year. Huh? So he's at Louisville. Okay. Texas Tech's quarterback is Will Hammond. I don't know who Will Hammond Some guy is. named Will Hammond. I anyway. I don't know what Texas Tech okay. has. They so, gave Oregon a game last year, though. So that gets you to uh, the Cougs by. Then they go on the road to Fresno, mm-hmm. home to Hawaii, and at San Diego State before the second bye. Yep. In their final four games, they will host Utah State. They will have back-to-back roadies at New Mexico and Oregon State. Yeah. Then a home game against Wyoming on November thirtieth. Yeah. So, I mean, you're it's a Mountain West schedule, right? When I mean, this is the sort of schedule that I played when I was at, at BYU, and that we would schedule. But we knew this, right? Yeah, you knew it. You know, it's just you know who you're going to play, and now it's all laid out. And so, like when you're looking ahead at the idea of of, of being one of the the twelve teams, I mean. To be honest with you, you, you got to be undefeated. <laughs> it's just so yeah. So the twelve-team tournament, because now I'm confused because they're already talking about the fourteen-team tournament. The fourteen tournament's going to happen, but it won't be until 2026. Right, but they're already talking about in the fourteen-teamer. Yeah. The three-three-two-two-one model. Yeah. Because that's not confusing. Yes. So just knowing three this- auto Big Tens, three auto SECs. Yeah. Two auto ACCs, two auto Big Twelves, and a group of five. So this is so. Just, how many is that? How many is that? Is that eleven? That's eleven. And then three at large. Eight. Oh, I missed a conference in there somewhere. No, it's you see, you, you, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, and then three at large. Three at large. And so that would be how the Beavs 
in the coup. And that's by rankings. But by then... But that's 2026. And by 2026, you'll be in either a Mountain West or a Pac-12 Mountain West merger. So the next two years, the only way for the Oregon State Beavs or the Washington State Cougs to get in would be as an at-large team. So the next two years will be four automatic qualifiers and then a group of five, so the the four big champions. So there's seven at-large the next two years. So it's actually easier for them to get in the next two years than it will be in 2026. The problem with it is, is, is not being an automatic qualifier. The only way to be selected is for them to think that you're one of the 12 best teams, and the only way that's happening with a Mountain West schedule is if you're perfect. Like you, you could go eleven and one, and if you lost to Washington or for Oregon State, if you went eleven and one and you lost to Oregon, you're out. You're done. It's yeah, just, but it is an easier schedule. It is an so, absolutely so it's an a, it's a trade off. Like you get an easier schedule, but now you can't. There is slip no up. there is no stumbles. So here is the Beavs. Here's the the Oregon State schedule. So they have four games before their first of two buys. Yep. They will be home at uh, against Idaho State. Yep. They will play at. San Diego State, and then host Oregon and Purdue, mm-hmm. or as some would call them, Purdue. <laughs> I see what you did there. After the bye, they host Colorado State, visit Nevada, mm-hmm. host UNLV, and then play at Cal yeah. before another bye. Then it's San Jose State at home, followed by a road game at Air Force. In the final two games, they will host Washington State. And then on November 30th, they will play at Boise State. Yeah. So again, I think Beaver fan right now is penciling in 11 and one, and possibly 12 and 0. And I'm just telling you, with, with Oregon State, your roster, your roster was decimated. All your best players, with the exception of Damian Martinez, left. You don't know what's happening at quarterback. You have a brand new coaching staff. Yeah. Who is their quarterback? I don't know who their quarterback is going to be. They got they got a, the transfer kid, and I think from uh, was he Arizona that uh, I think came on board. So I'm not certain who they have pegged, but. This roster, this is not going to be the Oregon State team or anything close to it that we saw from last year. Like it's just it's it's an entirely new roster. I don't know what to make of Oregon State, but this idea again that you're going to go out there and you're just going to steamroll people. I, I, I don't. If that's where you want to view you view it and you want to be optimistic about it, God bless you. But I think the reality of this is it's going to smack you in the face. You're not rolling out the same caliber team. That's no. the difference. If you were showing up to the Mountain West with the same thing you ran in to the Pac-12 with last year, yeah. maybe a different story, but that just isn't the case anymore. So, and like I said, the the the, the one that the ones that really matter, one, you have to be perfect everywhere. But you're going to have to to not just beat, but beat convincingly the other Power 5 teams that you play and then hope that somehow you find a way to pull off an upset against Oregon and Washington. But you need to beat down the, you know, the Purdue's of the world and and be perfect in in your other schedule and then find a way to beat Washington or Oregon and that's you know that's just that's a tough task with the roster that you have coming back so i mean realistically i think with that schedule to me if i'm Oregon state i, I like 9 and 3 if you told me as a b fan that you could give me 9 and 3 i would take that i think that is a, a more realistic somewhere between 8 and 9 wins but until I actually see what that coaching staff and what that roster looks like, I think even that is is kind of wild speculation because we just don't well, know. Yeah, and I think that's true of a lot of schools, right? You yeah. don't the year to year of it now is less predictable because teams turn over so many so many bros. Yeah. So the so the quarterbacks, Oregon State has two transfer quarterbacks. One is from Missouri. His name is Jabari Johnson. He did not play at Missouri as a freshman. And uh, has moved on to Oregon State. He was a four-star kid out of Tacoma. That's right. 
He is uh, back at uh, Oregon State. Okay, and then the other kid is from Idaho, and he his name is Giovanni McCoy, mm. and they are expecting those two guys to compete. To compete, uh, Ben Goldbranson is still there, as is uh, Travis Throckmorton. Look, no offense to Ben Goldbranson, who seems like a really good kid, but if that's your quarterback, you know, you're in you're in some trouble. And your offensive line, I think Joshua Gray's back, if I'm not mistaken. Um, outside of that, I think you have a, a brand new offensive line. Um, you lost your you lost your tight ends. Uh, I'm trying to think from the a receiver position. I don't think any of the big receivers are back. Uh, I know you lost your best returning defensive lineman, your best returning linebacker, your best returning secondary guy. Um, look, it's just is going to be tough. It, I, I think there's going to be some real growing pains here, and we don't know what Trent Bray and, and his staff is going to bring to the table. So I'll say this. I think it's going to be a fun year to watch and, and see where Oregon State's at. I think Oregon State has, has tried to do a better job of maintaining the we're going to try to continue to fund this at a big boy football level, maybe a little bit more so than Washington State, who, again, is is – came out i saw today that that the washington state coaches everyone had to take a five to ten percent pay cut which i'm sure sits real well with coaches this is just this is tough and so i, I think if you're oregon state and washington state to me the goal is is you know the idea of a, a football playoff is just absurd you're just trying to weather this storm you're trying to weather this storm and land on your feet in two years to find a way to end up in in one of the conferences namely the big 12 i but, wonder if they if they now that you see the schedule do you like the fact that they're playing the Apple Cup in the Civil War? I I still do. Um, it's like the best game on the schedule. It's now. really the only like like if you're looking through this, if if you're a B fan, like what 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 game excites you? Like I mean, outside of Oregon, does Purdue get you hot and bothered? Does I mean, I guess you got no, Washington that Air State. Force game could be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that at Air Force? Yeah, yeah. Air Force. By the way, cool place to play. Been there. Um, I've said this all the time that this was my biggest regret about choosing to go to, to BYU as opposed to stay in, in, in the Pac-10 at the time was I loved at BYU when we went and played the Alabamas of the world and Notre Dames and Florida States and, and that. But um, it sucks, man. The middle of the year when you're staring at UNLV and you're staring at uh, at New Mexico sucks. It's, uh, it's my biggest regret. And I, I think that is going to be, um, you know, that that's going to be a bit of a, of a downer. That's going to take some adjustment, but hopefully it doesn't last more than two years. And and if it if it does, then that's just going to become your new reality. But it, it really does become about those handful of games. But even for remember, like Pat Hill and those Fresno State teams, it was like we'll play anyone at any time, right? And they did have some of those big moments. But as good as as those Fresno State teams, those Boise teams were, or some of those Utah teams were in the Mountain West, going undefeated in any league is really really hard. <laughs> Like it doesn't it doesn't happen very often in any conference. So I just think that there's a I think that there's a bit of a delusion right now about the quality of football that is being played by by some of those universities and this idea that you're just gonna go in and you just boat race everybody because they're viewed as as lesser than you. And by the way, Washington State and Oregon State over the years, uh you've been beaten by those teams plenty of times when you have been a Pac twelve school. Let's not act like the, the San Diego States and the Fresnos and the Boise States haven't jumped up and punched teams like that in the mouth plenty of times. And that's not going to change. All right. Well, there you have it. Beavs, Cougs, the schedules are set. Uh, up next, the Stand Your Ground Law may strike again. Mm. You heard about this? No. Oh, yeah. That's, 
kind of scary. Yeah, it pertains to the uh, Kansas City Super Bowl celebration shooting. Oh, my Lord. Yep. Really, we're doing this, huh? We are. It's 345 on the fan. So, uh, latest on the Super Bowl celebration shooting that happened in Kansas City. Uh, ABC News put out this story, and they are merely spitballing here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is not anything definitive. But there are experts that are saying that both men, you know, they have the stand your ground law. Sure. In Missouri. And if you don't know what that is, it's it's been used before. It was it's it's the idea that if if you are threatened um and you feel that your life is threatened, you have every right to defend yourself, including with right. obviously, you know, shooting. That's the whole in in Florida that's been used several times, including the Trayvon Martin case. Correct. So the man accused of firing the first shots has already said he felt threatened. <laughs> well, the second man he felt threatened because someone was shooting at him. And one of them did get sh- shot in the face. Well, they both got shot. Yeah, one, or I guess maybe, They both are in the hospital. They both are in the hospital. Yeah. I knew the one got shot in the face. I wasn't certain if the other guy was. Yeah, so they're now saying that they both might have good cases for self-defense through the Stand Your Ground law. And, and so the, the, the shooting of the 22 other people and killing someone else, that goes along with Stand Your Ground? Well, I mean, again, th- they felt threatened... And, well, and I, that's why. Look, I'm not trying to defend him. I'm, I'm just—it's just, fascinating to me. Like I understand the idea of stand your ground. You threaten me, I shoot you. The problem is, <laughs> is that when I shoot 22 other people and kill someone else, can I really be like, well, I felt my life was threatened, therefore I just started blazing into the crowd? Well, that this seems says, a, that seems a bridge too far. This says while earlier laws allowed people to use force to protect themselves in their homes, Stand Your Ground provides even broader self-defense rights, regardless of the location. <laughs> I, wow. I So this could test those expanded protections. Like, that's going to be up to the courts. Boy, I certainly hope that the courts make a smart decision, because <laughs> if that's the case, this would be the greatest thing in the world now. Like... If I wanted to murder someone, all I do is just hire someone to point a gun at me, and then I just start blazing and be like, wow, someone's pointing a gun at me. Yeah, I didn't hit that person, but I hit the four others, including you know that, that person over there, so I'm, I'm, I'm great. So here's a trial attorney. His name is Daniel Ross. He says, this illustrates in a dramatic way the fundamental problem, especially when it's a public gathering where there are thousands and thousands of people, and even a highly trained police officer often cannot avoid injuring others in a gunfire exchange in a public place. Hmm. Uh, Ross described the stand-your-ground law as a formidable defense that he and many other Kansas City defense attorneys anticipate will be used in both Mays and Miller's cases. He said the law puts the onus on the prosecution to disprove claims that a shooting is lawful self-defense. Hmm. He said collateral damage under Missouri law is excused if you're actually engaged <laughs> in lawful self-defense. Good Lord. And, and there's just, other folks injured. I don't know. I, I don't know. that? I, 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 I've That's thrown, Missouri for you. I have thrown up my hands several times at, at, at situations like this where you're like, there is no way this person is, is getting away with this, and then they get away with it. And you're like, I, I think the influenza case officially broke me. That was the one that probably in in uh, was it Casey Casey Anthony between the influenza kid and Casey Anthony. What's influenza? No, that you mean the affluenza? Yeah, kid. oh yeah, yeah, she was not influenza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He affluenza. was rich. Yeah, he was rich. He mowed down a bunch of uh, f- like four people. Right, he was like fourteen or fifteen. 
he got drunk, took his parents' truck, and ran down a bunch of people and killed with them. With the flu. With, with the flu. He was all hopped up on NyQuil and Coors. And his whole thing was, I'm too rich to know right from wrong. And he got away with it. Right. That basically, he sat at home in his in his mansion and played like Grand Theft Auto, and yeah. that seemed like normal life to him or something. And it worked. And then Casey Anthony murdered her kid and then was like, maybe I didn't? And they were like, done! You're great! I, so I just, I will never say never, but boy, I'm just trying to think of, of a Kansas City jury how do you get 12 people that are that dumb to look at that and be like, <laughs> seems legit to me, everybody? I don't know what's going on in Kansas City, but you know who else has got a pretty good case is that dumbass who killed his buddies with drugs. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, and then, and then like, like I, don't, I don't know what happened. Well, he hid out. Yeah. Well, he just stayed in his house and was like, I'll let someone else find him. Yeah, he said he was asleep for two days. Yeah. yeah. What's going on there in Kansas City, man? I don't know. It's crazy. I just, I, I am, I, I want to believe that people aren't this dumb, that you can't find 12 people to sit on a jury that are going to look at this and be like, no, seems legit. But Would uh, you like an Ethan Couch affluenza teen update? Yeah, what's that? Because that guy, his, like him and his mom, ever since then, it has just been a, a S-show of colossal S-shows. Yeah, they, they actually ended up throwing him in jail. Finally? and we t- Well, we talked about that. Yeah, he, it's been a while now. So he was released... On April 2nd of 2018. So he's out. He's free and clear. Oh, yeah. This was a while ago. Yeah. And he, on March 18th of 2019, a, a, a judge allowed him to take his ankle monitor off. Oh. Yeah. So he's technically on probation, but then on, in uh, January of 2020, he was arrested again, accused of violating his probation. He was booked. Um, he tested positive for THC. Which you can't. I mean, when you're on probation, yeah. you got to stay clean. Yep. And he was released one day later. Yeah, of course. And that was because authorities could not determine if the positive test result for THC came from illegal marijuana or CBD oil. Mm, yeah. So that's the latest I have on him. Yeah, he's remember his mom like fled with him down to Mexico and yeah, you know, it just if there's any sort of justice in the world, an airplane would have fallen on that guy by now. There's just some people, in my opinion, that have. They've just they've gone back on the uh, the human dues and just don't deserve to be here anymore. And yeah, they're saying he, I would like that young man to have an unfortunate accident. So he finished a ten year probation sentence on December tenth of twenty twenty three. He is a free man. Yeah, Ethan Couch out there probably living off mommy and daddy's money. All right. I, I honestly, if I was one of those family members, I don't think I could. I don't think I could allow that. I think I would do something stupid. I just. Mm. I don't think it's in me to just sit there and let that guy <laughs> go about his 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 life. Hey, I've got that, more Kansas City law news. What the hell is going on in Kansas I know. City? It's crazy out there. Jeez. There's that Chiefs fan, Chiefsaholic, you know that guy? Remember who's like a bank robber, but he's a Chiefs fan? Yeah, yeah. God, boy, when you think about it, it really is getting wild out Something's there. Something's going down in the Midwest. Well, his attorney spoke yesterday. I don't know if you've heard this, but it's great. No, I have not heard this. Oh, you're going to hear it. <laughs> is it great or is it terrible? Oh, it's both. Yeah. High caliber of both. Yeah. And we have some other... You know what it's going to be? It's going to be a fun with audio segment. I love fun with audio. One of the fastest guys in the NFL draft is a real dum-dum. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw this. And we're going to play the yeah. audio. Hopefully, you'll be able to hear it. It's kind of... The audio quality is not the best, but we're going to try to get it out there for you. Uh, that's next. It's uh, 357 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 